educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, welcome aboard the Wednesday edition. Uh, I do have my day straight. I listened, Johnny, to yesterday's uh, episode on podcast this morning, as I always do, as I take my fall walk or my morning walk. And uh, I started the show thinking it was Wednesday yesterday, and I snuck it back in later in the show that it was uh, that yesterday was Wednesday. But it is Wednesday. It's hump day. Uh, so welcome aboard uh, Wednesday, September 20, uh, 512 in the afternoon. We're so glad you chose to take us along, whatever you're doing on this lovely September afternoon. Uh, but yeah, truth over tribalism, principle over partisanship. I know you, you know, if, if you like that, uh, or if you don't like that, uh, you know, you may have to, uh, uh, tune into your cable news network tonight, uh, to find, uh, the reverse of that. But anyway, that's what we do, uh, every day here at the Dan Parsons show. And remember, if you miss any of the, uh, live, uh, version, you can always dial us up on your favorite podcast platform, uh, anytime you like, uh, the Google, the Spotify, the Apple, uh, or just go to com and find us, uh, on there. Uh, you can listen to us live or, uh, after hours as well. And we'd love to have you uh, follow us on the Twitter, formerly known as Twitter. It's now X uh, or uh, Facebook. We like to carry on the conversation after hours uh, there. But uh, say hello to Mr. Johnny Cadillac, producer extraordinaire. Johnny. Dan, I tell you what, um, I'm always, usually always in a good mood here yeah. and uh, quick to correct you at times and <laughs> what you appreciate. And uh, Nothing's changing about me. That's still who I am. But I've been so invested in today's episode all week that um, I, I just you're ready for. To it, I'm yeah. ready for the show today. Yeah. Well, thank. Well, let's get to it. Let's not mess around any longer because it is. We. Uh, I think it's an important story to tell, and uh, and I'm retelling the story. I'm just giving voice to uh, the author of this uh, of the story and the subject of the story in the second half of the show. But yeah, we've been teasing this out for a few days, and uh, so it's my pleasure to welcome Zach Windling uh, onto the show, reporter for uh, Nebraska Examiner. Zach, welcome to the Dan Parsons Show. Yeah, Dan. Thanks for having me great to be here yeah i've been a fan of your work and of course know some of your colleagues uh, paul paul uh, uh paul and uh and, and aaron aaron sandiford paul hamill uh i've known those guys for many years and and so enjoy your work and and i am because as we talked offline uh, my day job in public relations i it's my job to help my clients and other people tell stories so obviously i'm a fan of of journalism and especially local journalism and i just really appreciate uh, the good work that you guys do at Nebraska Examiner. Uh, and, uh, you know, we have folks from Flatwater Free Press on every week. And, and you guys, uh, Paul's been on, Aaron's been on. So it's a pleasure to meet you. Yeah, it's great. You know, we love doing what we do at the Examiner and providing the news that is, you know, it needs to get out there. Absolutely. Well, it's a little bit about you. You're a youngin. Uh, <laughs> you're at the University of Nebraska Lincoln, and you're double majoring in journalism and political science. Uh, you have interned for the Hill, mm-hmm. pretty cool, uh, and news station, both in in Washington D.C. Uh, and you've reported for the Nebraska News Service and the Daily Nebraskan. So my goodness, that's a lot of <laughs> that's a lot of experience, young man. And, yes, uh, and, and my mom would be the first one to correct that bio. Um, I have 
not corrected it since the spring. I did graduate in May <laughs> oh, um, with those two degrees from UNL, so I have not gotten the chance to correct that. I'll make another note to, <laughs> to help my editor hey, get that updated. That's, uh, you know, I'm in PR, so we yeah. want to make sure we get the facts right. Yeah, well. so, you know, graduated from UNL in the spring. I've been with the examiner since January. Um, and, you know, I just I love what we're doing. And, you know, it's important stories that we need to get out there. Absolutely. Well, and I love the, I, I love what you're doing, uh, as well as Flatwater Free Press, because it's a new brand of journalism that I think is much needed in this country and, and in Nebraska. And so thank you for, uh, uh, for jumping on and doing that. Well, let's get to this story, Zach, because it is important. Well, let me just read the headline. Uh, and this story has, has been published here for, uh, a, a week or so now, I guess. Uh, but the headline, it ended up being racist. Teacher describes resignation from Crete Public Schools. Uh, in the subhead is Nikki Menard left her job at the dis- at the direction of school administrators this spring after a lesson on Alexander Hamilton turned to discussions of slavery and racism. And uh, and again, we've been uh, we've been previewing this story for a while now. But uh, Nikki, who's a Native American high school teacher, was asked to resign uh, for supporting students who wanted to write a letter to the superintendent and school board asking why the Crete Public School District doesn't celebrate Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Have I got that basic That's facts correct. right? Yes. So dive into it, uh, uh, Zach. How? <clears throat> tell us, give us a, a little bit more information uh, about your story. Yeah, so, you know, I, I think first and foremost, it's important to, you know, point out that this is a complex story that went over a month, and now we are telling it eight months later because it's important to get out there. And I think it deals a lot, as Nikki and I discussed, about race in the classroom and just about the value of teachers in the classroom. And I think going back to January, this was a lesson, a planned lesson on Alexander Hamilton on Monday, January 16th. It was a regular school day, but it happened to be Martin Luther King Jr. Day. So it was a story about a letter Alexander or a letter that Alexander Hamilton had written in the 1700s about allowing slaves to become members of, you know, encouraging Congress to allow slaves to become soldiers in the army. And, you know, they start to get talking about slavery and racism. And this letter happens from the students. And, you know, they discuss that in the words of Alexander Hamilton, they want to honor Martin Luther King Jr., a civil rights leader. Let's pause right there. Forgive me. Uh, This does go so fast. (laughs) So we're going to take this quick little break, and we're going to come back on the other side and uh, and let you continue. Zach Wendling, Nebraska Examiner. uh, But we're going to take this quick break and be right back on 1499.3 KLIN. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, welcome back, boys and girls, men and women, uh, pets and and, uh, uh, and other people that are listening far and wide. I sure appreciate it. Uh, just got a text from um, uh, Scott saying that he had missed the first part of the broadcast and uh, uh, that he is off the clock this afternoon, but he works for a, uh, a state agency that uh, he's sure that he w- would want to hear about this. So anyway, Scott, thanks for listening. And, and as you know, you can always... Uh, 
rewind and listen to the whole uh, episode uh, on your favorite podcast platform or just go to KLIN. Johnny will have this episode up uh, uh, later this afternoon. But anyway, let's get back to the story. Zach Wendling, uh, Wendling from uh, Nebraska Examiner in the story about uh, Nikki Menard, an instructor uh, for Crete Public Schools, and uh, in her story of uh, how she was asked to resign uh, over... Uh, the impression uh, of racism, and so let's continue on, Zach. I, I'm 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 sorry for interrupting no, you no uh, with the commercial here, but uh, yeah, let's let's get to the rest of the story. Yeah. So last we checked in, you know, were these students writing this letter, and they sent it to Principal Corey Bowling of Crete High School. Because again, for our listeners, yes, they were concerned and asked the question why the Crete Public School District didn't celebrate Martin Luther King Jr. Day because that was the day that the mm-hmm. instruction was going on. Okay. Yeah. Continue. So this was a student kind of prompted lesson that kind of diverged from what Nikki had already planned for that school day. And so the students finished the letter and they sent it off to one student, sent it off to principal Corey Bowling. And the principal writes back that it's very well written that he would support them sending it off. And that if he, if they needed any help, he would offer it. So the next day, Nikki is called into principal Bowling's office. And you know, she tells me that she thought she was going to be congratulated because yeah. she, she thought she did something cool. But it turned into a complete surprise where this is really the beginning of the end of her teaching in Crete. And so the principal had told her that students had gone home and informed their parents that Nikki had allegedly told them, told the students, that the superintendent, Superintendent Joshua McDowell, and the Board of Education were racist because they didn't have MLK Junior Day off and they didn't celebrate it. Well, Nikki denied these allegations and says that, you know, she still maintains to this day that she never said that of McDowell or the Board of Education. The principal bowling continually pressed it at this meeting. And, you know, three days later, Nikki finds herself in Superintendent McDowell's office where he's asking for a resignation for this letter. Wow. wow. And I, I do want to note that, you know, some of the students in that class, their parents were school officials, including Principal Bowling, Superintendent McDowell and a Board of Education member. So again, uh, you know, I, I have sympathy at the uh, on the outset for all of the people involved in this uh, in this story, uh, because all of us know how kids can maybe exaggerate and maybe get facts wrong. But at some point, uh, the people that are in charge, who who are paid by our tax dollars, uh, to to hire uh, good teachers. Uh, who uh, who have good track record and instruct students uh, as best they can. Uh, it just seems like uh, this story just went really sideways in a hurry. Well, and it was, you know, four days from this moment. And, you know, at the examiner, you know, you always kind of go into these things, trust but verify. You want to make sure, you know, have an open mind about this. And when Nikki and I sat down, you know, we I later did a public records request to really just see if any documents existed from this week, from that Monday to that Friday. All that came back during that week, no documents were excluded in that first records request for Nikki's last name or for Martin Luther King Jr. Day. No other documents existed besides this letter sent to Principal Bowling. We don't know for sure whether the letter organically got to Superintendent McDowell or the Board of Education. We, of course, know they later saw it because they were asking for the resignation, but there were no other documents. And, you know... Other documents, Nikki, after she she refused to resign at that first meeting with Superintendent McDowell, setting up a public hearing a month later that she eventually decided not to go through with and decided to accept a counter settlement from the district to buy out her contract. But, you know, during that time, they note parental complaints in these hearing documents. And 
during that week of January 16th to January 20th and in that month after, there were no parental complaints that we could find in public records requests. We did a second request to see those documents from the month out and there still was nothing. And, you know, it's not to say that they weren't communicating over the phone or otherwise that they weren't communicating there, but we could not find parental complaints in that records request. And that was something that stood out to me that they're citing this and it's just not something that I can find in my records. Interesting. Well, <clears throat> and then in that hearing, if I have my facts straight, Zach, um, they they cited insta- instance, instances of Nikki's uh, 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 not showing up on time. I forget exactly what the facts were, but uh, they were suggesting there were other reasons why they were asking for her resignation, which really didn't pan out to be uh anything. Yeah. So at that meeting with McDowell, initially, they had given these, you know, list of other reasons for it. And they had said that Nikki was leaving school early, um, which she has said, you know, happened on a few days. But she also would come in early, early on those to days. make up those times. And yeah. they pulled camera footage of her leaving early those days. But something that Nikki and I talked about was if they could pull cameras from later in the afternoon, could they not do it in the mornings as well. The second incident that was kind of alluded to in those documents was Nikki's student assistant that she had was looking through other students' papers and the district was saying that they that this student was physically grading those papers as the final grade. Well, what Nikki will tell you on when you have her on later is, you know, this was a student reviewing those documents. It was marking notes for her to be able to review as the final teacher. And a 2002 U.S. Supreme Court case has said that Peer grading, which this would fall under, is unanimous in a unanimous court decision was okay. So those were kind of the two main ones that they were also citing Nikki for um, in their reasons for the resignation. So no, any other follow up or information or uh, statements from the public school system about a this incident, and what about the original uh, concern from those students about celebrating Martin Luther King Jr. Day? Yeah, so there is a state law forbidding school personnel from discussing, school officials from discussing personnel issues, and they cited this as a reason for why they couldn't specifically comment, and Superintendent McDowell said that, you know, Nikki had an opportunity to speak then, she didn't take it, she backed out, but one thing that Nikki told me was she just had, she never really got a chance to tell Superintendent McDowell her story there. Um, On the second one, on the MLK Junior Day, you know, these were students who were 11th graders. They're likely most, if not all, still in Crete High School. I asked the superintendent and the principal, Superintendent McDowell and Principal Bowling, you know, what will happen with MLK Junior Day next year? And there was no response. They declined to comment further, and the communication just kind of stop there. So we don't know what happens next year. Interesting. Well, Zach, uh, we're about out of time here, but I want to thank you for your good reporting. I want to thank you for uh, chasing down this story, and uh, we'll keep in touch. Uh, I'll, I'll continue to follow you and the good work that you're doing, but appreciate your good work. Thank you. Uh, and folks, uh, coming up after the news, uh, we're going to hear from Nikki herself, is in the studio. So please stay tuned uh, for that, and uh, we'll be back after these messages on 1499.3 KLIN. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. 
LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Educating. Informing. Entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, welcome back to the show. We're so glad that you chose to take us along for your Wednesday evening. Uh, remember, if you miss anything uh, on the live version, you can always catch us on your favorite uh, podcast platform or just go to KLIN.com. Uh, thanks to Zach Windling, a reporter from the Nebraska Examiner in the first part of the show. Uh, appreciate his good work and the work of Nebraska Examiner. If you've not uh, read Zach's story or uh, a subscriber to uh, their free service. Uh, go to NebraskaExaminer.com, and uh, you can sign up for their free newsletter and, and read all their good work. It's another uh, nonprofit newsroom here in Nebraska that's doing great work, and so I encourage you to do that. Coming up on tomorrow's show, it's the Lincoln Business Roundtable. Uh, it's Thursday, and we'll welcome into the studio, boy, a whole group of guests tomorrow. What a jam-packed show. First half of the show, Mr. Jason Ball, president of the Lincoln Chamber of Commerce, and, uh, and Jeff Lake from Duncan Aviation. Uh, that'll be fun. Uh, and then the second half of the show, Bruce Boyer, uh, also with the uh, Lincoln Chamber of Commerce. Uh, Bruce handles all their uh, legislative work uh, at the at the legislature and uh, lobby work for the for the chamber, uh, and Mr. Eric Gerard, also a lobbyist uh, who works for the city of Lincoln. So anyway, tune in tomorrow for that show. I, t- I can guarantee you it'll be entertaining. Those guys are all fun and uh, and very informative. And don't forget to follow us on the Twitter, uh, formerly known as Twitter, uh, X now, uh, and Facebook for the Dan Parsons Show. We'd love to connect with you. Uh, after hours, if you will. Well, it is my delight. If you've been listening to the first half of the show, we've been talking about this uh, incredible story that happened down in Crete Public Schools. So it's my delight to welcome into the studio Nikki Menard, a member of the Ogallala Sioux Tribe from the Pine Ridge Reservation uh, and formerly a high school teacher at Crete Public Schools. But you are still an educator, young lady. Yes, I am. <laughs> well, welcome aboard. Thank you for thank you for taking time to do this. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and and we should we kind of tease back and forth of how we whether we should talk about how I found you, uh, <laughs> but we should probably just because it is kind of a fun story. Anyway, your husband Tony uh, and I have the same barber. Yes, <laughs> Tony was getting his hair cut from from Gary one day and telling Gary that because that's what you do you tell your your barber or your hairdresser it, it, yeah. your life stories and uh, and tony was telling telling gary about this tor- story and gary says well somebody ought to hear about this somebody ought to do something about this so next thing i know gary gets me on the phone and i'm talking to tony while he's getting his hair cut yes yes <laughs> <laughs> so anyway that was um, that was a fun uh, a fun way for us to meet, but we did just get the chance to meet for the first time here today because that was yeah. many months ago. I, I didn't realize that until just now. So <laughs> <laughs> I thought you guys were like sitting next to each other or something. So, yeah, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So thanks. Thanks, Gary, at the captain's chair. You're doing you're doing good work. My yes. brother. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, let's get into this, Nikki. We, we, we kind of reviewed the story from uh, the journalist perspective. Uh, but first of all, maybe give a little bit bit of background about yourself well i was um i'm i was born here uh, well in in gordon nebraska and i was um 
as adopted by Georgia and Jerry Beer, uh, two German people from Wyoming, and they bought an acreage out by Bennett, and um, it was actually in the Waverly School District. So I grew up um, on going to Eagle um, Elementary and also to Waverly, and so I I know small town Nebraska very well. Um, because that's exactly where I was, where I grew up. So, so Crete really wasn't, it didn't feel that different sure. than from what I had experienced, um, growing up in Waverly. So. so what was that experience growing up as a Native American in a small town in Nebraska? It was weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the way, I'm also an adoptee. We could do a whole nother show about that. Yes, we could. Yeah, Cause anyway. I have lots to say about that. I do too. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, but yes, um, it, it was, um, there, I was one of the only uh, people of color. There was um, throughout, kind of sprinkled here and there. I think there was an African American family that moved in and then moved out. I was told that there were some people, some um, black people living in Waverly that were chased out. Chase. Um, but I don't, I don't remember that so much. Um, I do, I did get some discriminatory. Things happened to me throughout my my school career, but um, I I try to move on. I yeah. try not to think about yeah. those days. Yeah. What be- can you do? Yeah, yeah, because they were. It was pretty pretty bad. Yeah. It was physical, and it was oh yeah. It was it was not a good time. So give us your educational background, and then how you ended up as an instructor uh, in Crete. Okay, yeah, I uh, graduated from Nebraska Westland with a teaching degree. In English, so I high school students specifically, I, I tried the middle schoolers and any of you people out there that are middle school teachers, God bless you. There's a good place <laughs> in heaven for you because I couldn't do it. <laughs> it is a different. Yeah, a different it is a yes. totally different thing. But I, I taught high school um, and then I went to uh, I went to the University of Arizona and got my graduate, my master's degree. Um, in American Indian Studies, and I was looking nice. at native language uh, preservation and revitalization in urban areas, which is a whole different story. Um, so, yeah, I, I've I moved back to Lincoln because um, the school districts down in Arizona and Tucson were just um, something else. I taught there for a year, and I it was tough. Hmm. It was one of the more... Um, tougher jobs that I've had in my life. And so we came back here for the girls. Tony and I have uh, uh, two daughters. And so we came back and I worked as um, I was in the expelled student program for LPS for um, about eight years, seven years, something like that. And then um, I went and taught at the university in a um, English language um, learners program and then I went down to Crete. So um, I would have stayed at the university forever, but um, we had a, a drop in numbers, and so we had to rift people. So I, I took off and went down to Crete. Yeah, yeah. So And, and tell us about <clears throat> uh, the class that you taught at Crete. Okay, that was a, um, it was a honors English class. It was uh, 11th grade students. Um, I had taught a, another honors English um, the year before, and I had a blast. Um, and actually, it, teaching honors is so yeah, much fun yeah. because those kids want to be there. They want to be there, and they do the assignments. And there isn't like a lot of um, 
behavior issues. Um, the first year was great. Second year was a little bit iffy. Um, there was kind of a group of students that were in my class that um, were kind of naughty. And so I had to I had to do some discipline. Had to drop the hammer a little bit. I did. And I didn't like it because I was kind of like, okay, you guys are honors kids. You should be like acting a little bit better than this. Um, so that was kind of a surprise. I, I didn't, I wasn't ready for that, but, um, yeah, so, but we were, we were doing Hamilton. We yeah. were, we were watching the, the musical Hamilton and we were analyzing the lyrics. Well, what a great teaching opportunity Yeah. on this highly popular, by the way, I just had Bill Stefan on, uh, a couple weeks ago, maybe it was last week from the lead center. Oh yeah. And we talked about how popular that. Uh, I mean, blew the doors off him. Oh yeah, past records at the Lead Center. Yeah, uh, I went to it too, and it was it was fantastic. What a great opportunity as an instructor, and good and, and good for you to recognize that that would resonate with your oh, students. Yeah. The kids loved it. In fact, um, they they would uh, rap the songs to while when we were doing the analyze analyzation of the the lyrics and stuff. They would start rapping and. <laughs> They had every single um, line memorized. I mean, it was it was so much fun. It it really was. So just uh, you know, fill in the blanks, or or maybe tell the story as Zach did from your first person perspective of what happened that day. Yeah. So um, we were looking at primary and secondary sources, and um, I had I had actually um, I had a letter that Alexander Hamilton wrote to Congress. And he was asking them to allow the slaves to become soldiers because, you know, slaves take orders really well. And they're, um, yeah, they're, they're servants, so they would be great soldiers because um, that's how they are. And so we were discussing that, and um, one of the, a girl raised, rose her hand, raised her hand, and she was just, uh, she said, um, Speaking of slavery, why don't we uh, uh, celebrate Martin Luther King Day? And and literally, there were some kids that were like, "What? It's Martin Luther King Day?" Because we down in Crete, they don't they don't take the day off. Um, wow! Yeah, it's and a state holiday. It's a it's state a federal holiday. and national holiday. Yes, and so they don't they don't um, honor it. So I. I said, I don't know. I wonder, you know, I, I honestly, I don't know, but you know, here's the thing. If you guys really want change and you want, I said, first of all, I don't think they'll ever give you a day off, but you could, um, have like some sort of a celebration, you know, we could do something to honor Martin Luther King day. And so they were just, they jumped all over it. Um, they were begging me to, to write that letter and, I, I was like, okay, well, we were ahead of the other class, so I thought, what the heck, we could take a day. Okay, let's take, let's leave it on a cliffhanger. We're going to okay, come back, Okay, we're going to take a day. After, after <laughs> this little break, and we're going to finish the story. Folks, uh, come back and hear Nikki's, the rest of Nikki's story here on 1499 KLIN. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499 KLIN. 
Hey, welcome back to the show. Man, we're, we're having fun in the studio. This is a very serious topic, but I'm sure enjoying uh, our guests. We're getting to know each other and telling stories about the captain's chair. Gary, by the way, uh, Tony and I want discounts the next time we're in because we plug you a couple times. So, um, And telling stories uh, about your father-in-law and stuff. But anyway, we digress. We're having fun. But Nikki, please pick up on the story of uh, Alexander Hamilton and the kids wanting to write us a letter to the superintendent asking why we don't celebrate Martin Luther King Jr. Day at Creek Public Schools. Right. So um, the kids were very excited. Um, there was lots of talking, lots of ideas floating around. Um, they were typing. They had one girl typing, and she was typing stuff, and people were like, no, 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 that's, that's you got to say that in a more formal way, and, you know, uh, sentence structure, all sorts of stuff. So there was lots of conversation going on. Um, I never, ever said that, Dr. McDowell or the Board of Education for Creek Public Schools was racist. I never said those words. Yeah, why would you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't I, seem to be I don't, in your nature. I don't know why or where they, I mean, there was, we were talking about racism. So that word was flying around. I don't know where the the kids got it, but, um, you know, hindsight, and after I kind of, I talked to a couple kids too, and and. Nobody remembers me saying that. So I don't know where these couple of kids got the idea that I said that. Um, if there was any time that there were students that, that were seemingly upset, it was when we were talking about who was going to send the letter. And every all the kids were, like, terrified. They were like, oh. no, I don't want to send it. I'm not oh. going to send it. You send it, you know. And, and they were like, why don't you send it, Miss Menard, you know. So there was all sorts of, of um, talk about that. And Was there apprehension just – I'm curious of why there was apprehension of doing that. They, Huh, that's interesting. It is interesting. Um, but I also can – I understand it because you're, you're talking about a really delicate situation. And um, – and just the fact that we weren't even celebrating or talking about Martin Luther King, it felt like we were doing something wrong. I mean, you know, it kind of felt like we were doing something wrong, like we shouldn't be doing that. I tell you what, folks, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it may be hard for some of us to believe uh, here in the year 2023, uh, certainly here in Lincoln, because the Lincoln Public Schools just goes out of their way to celebrate diversity and all of the different cultures that we have in this city. And just a few miles down the road, not only isn't it celebrated, it's apparently uh, discouraged. Yeah, I mean, I, that's the only thing I can think. They Nobody wanted to send it. Um, so eventually a girl volunteered, but, you know, it, it was that was the part that was a, a little... I guess the only part where I could see that there was there was kids that were like, okay, I don't want to be a part of that because I don't want to send it. So we're going to run out of time before I get all my questions in, Nikki. Okay. One of the things I want to touch on is, because uh, um, you've done some further research, and uh, wh why are, are public schools allowed to not teach and celebrate Martin Luther King Jr. Day? Well, I found um, a... Uh, it's from the Nebraska legislature. It's laws and statutes 79 through 724. Committee on American Civics, Created Duties, School Board, State Board of Education, and Superintendent Duties. And if you go down to number six and seven, and you can look this up. I looked it right up. I looked it up online. Being so. a good educator, you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, number six says appropriate patriotic 
patriotic exercises suitable to the occasion shall be held under the direction of the superintendent in every public, private, denominational, and uh, parochial school on George Washington's birthday, Abraham Lincoln's birthday, and Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday, and Native American Heritage uh, Day, which none of that was ever discussed in Crete. Interesting. During my time down there. Interesting. So, well... I hope uh, people continue to talk about this issue. I hope um, people continue to ask questions, not only to Greek public schools, but other schools that uh, are maybe not uh, celebrating diversity from our students. Um, right. That, and, and a lot of the smaller schools in our state are mm-hmm. very, very similar to that. Yeah, so yeah. I hope, too, that something comes out of this. I wanted to make sure we got that in. But backing up a little bit, why did you decide... Uh, to do what you did, which was just to go ahead and take a settlement and and say goodbye to Crete Public Schools? Because at the time, um, first of all, when when he asked me to resign, when I went in for the meeting, he he just started off with, okay, this is what we we find wrong with you, the the leaving early, the the gal checking the papers, and, and then not taking account that there were there were students that were not happy. Um, and those three things. And, and he said, so we're going to ask you to resign. And I said, well, can I please tell you my side of the story? And, 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 and he said, no, I'd be happy to listen to that after you resign. Oh my. And so I went off with my union rep and we talked and we came back in and I said, no, I'm not going to resign. And so then he offered me this, he said, well, let me offer you a second, um, Option B. Option. I was like, why didn't you offer that to me the first time? <laughs> but we'll pay your contract. We'll pay your insurance. And um, and I said, I'd still like to talk to you. And he said, I would be happy to talk to you after you resign. So um, so I, I had to, I just feel like I had to um, bring this forth because I never got a chance to say my side of the story to anyone. I was just there one day and gone the next and nobody knew why. Well, now you're getting your chance, young lady. <laughs> yes, uh, thanks to Zach uh, from the you. Nebraska Examiner and now KLIN telling this story. Thank you and, so uh, much for having me. Uh, well, you're very welcome. It's an important story, and I hope this is just the start of yes, this story. I do, too. Yeah. Well, Nikki. <laughs> I hope the change comes. Absolutely. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you. Thank yes. you for your work. And you're still teaching. Yeah, I'm, I am. Okay, yes. good for you, because that's too much talent to keep in a bottle. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> well, folks, uh, we appreciate you listening, and uh, yeah, maybe some of our listeners want to get involved and and uh, and ask questions as well. We encourage you to do that. Well, coming up on tomorrow's show, uh, it's Lincoln Business Roundtable. Uh, Jason Ball from the uh, president of your Lincoln Chamber of Commerce is going to be here uh, for his monthly visit, and he's bringing along Jeff Lake from Duncan Aviation. So that'll be a fascinating conversation. Second half of the show, Bruce Boyer, uh, legislative lobbyist for the Lincoln Chamber, and Eric Gerard, uh, lobbyist for the city of Lincoln. So we'll we'll find out what's going to be happening in the legislature. Maybe something <laughs> needs to happen about this issue. Yeah. Um, but that's it. That's uh, what we're going to do tomorrow. Again, my thanks to Nikki Menard, uh, and my thanks to, uh, to Zach Windling from uh, Nebraska Examiner. Uh, folks, that's the show. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, now go do good things on 1499.3 KLIN.